I think so often when things aren't working, we tend to go to the aesthetic. So we think, oh, I'm not posting enough or, oh, my content isn't pretty enough. But if you're not attracting clients, it's probably a communication issue, not a cadence issue. I'm going to repeat that for you. It's probably a communication issue, not a cadence issue. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Belinda Aramity and I am the host of the Claim Your Space podcast. The Claim Your Space podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to grow and scale their businesses in a way that aligns with the lives they want to live. I'm a sales and business coach. I have trained hundreds of people on effective social selling strategy. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a friend, I'm full of sarcasm and wit, and it's taken me a while for me to own my confidence and my space within my industry. And I'm dedicating this podcast to helping you claim your space own your space and grow a business that's in alignment with exactly how you want to live your life. It's possible. You can do it. Let's do it together. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. I am your lovely host, Belinda Aramity, and today we're going to be talking about beauty. And I'm sure when you clicked in to this episode, you thought that we were going to talk about your physical beauty, but that's not what we're going to be focusing on today. We're actually going to be talking about the physical beauty of your business. Okay. Talking about the way that your Instagram looks, the way that your website looks, the way that your emails look or your email news blasts, um, and how pleasing those things are to die, the physical beauty of your business. But what happens when we strip away all of that beauty? Is there anything left? Or rather, is there anything of substance? What I found is I was an early stage entrepreneur and I was so, so busy doing all the things. I found that I was focusing my attention on the things that didn't really matter all that much. They do matter, right? People that are physically beautiful, they do tend to have this alluring thing about them, right? But once a beautiful person opens their mouth, what are they talking about? Can they carry a conversation? That's what makes them alluring and inspirational, right? Outside of just being beauty, beautiful, excuse me. And that's what I want us to talk about today. I want us to talk about the ability of your business to have something outside of the aesthetics. Because what I found for early stage entrepreneurs um, that maybe aren't getting the traction in their business that they want is that there's so much focus and attention on the Instagram, on the beauty of the website, on the colors, on the look and the feel of your business, which yes, is important, but it's not nearly as important as stripping it all away. And let's go beyond the beauty of your business and what is truly going to help your business stand out. So the first thing I want to talk about is your onboarding process. Okay. Have you thought about your onboarding process and what it is like for both your client and you? When a client says, heck yes, I want to work with you. What is that process like? Is it easy for you and the client to get all of your paperwork done, to get things signed, to get invoices paid, to get 
onto your calendar to coordinate a time for you to work together. Is that process simple and easy? Because the simpler and easier it is for both of you, the better the relationship of working together gets started, right? It's kind of like the experience when you walk into a restaurant and you have a host or hostess greet you at the front door with a wonderful smile and you can smell the aromas of the restaurant and just what you can see with your eyes before you ever get to drink anything or taste anything, all of that, it creates an impression, right? An impression of what is to come, all right? So I want you to strip away all the beauty that is of your business and think about your onboarding process. And ultimately, I want you to ask yourself, is it working? And not just does it work, but is it working? Okay. So first, I want you to think about your onboarding process. Then I want you to think about the structure of your programs. So for those of you that listen, I'm thinking that you are a service-based entrepreneur You either work with clients in a service-based capacity or you're a coach or you're a consultant, whether you're dealing with individuals or you're dealing with organizations. What is the structure of your programs? Do they make sense the way that they're currently structured? And I want you to be able to look at this and take your ego and put it to the side. Don't catch feelings about whether it makes sense or it doesn't, but I want you to really say, does it make sense? Does it make sense for week one to be where it is versus week five? Should week five maybe be at week three? Take some of the information from working with some of your prior clients or asking for someone to give you their honest feedback about how things are structured. And I want you to see, does this make sense? Because initially when you put things down on a piece of paper and you start doing things, it might have made sense at the time, but now that you're in the trenches, now that you've tested it, which is another thing that I want you to do about the structure of your programs is to test. But now that you've actually done it or you've had someone take a look at it, I want you to see, does it make sense? And that's such an important thing to do as you're growing in your business, because so often we're just moving at breakneck speed to go from this month to the next one to the next one that I want you to take a moment, take a couple of hours just to slow down and look at the structure of your programs. Does it make sense? And then again, is the structure of your programs working? And when I say working, I want you to think, is it working in order to get the results that I want to get from my clients? And is it working for me? Or am I slamming my head against my desk at the end of every day? Because yes, my clients are getting the results that they need to get, but I am slowly dying. (laughs) Because remember, part of the claim your space ecosystem is building a business that's in alignment with how you want to live your life. And if you're a part of this tribe, I am hoping that slamming your head against your desk at the end of every workday is not a part of how you want to live your life. So is the structure of your programs working for your clients, but is it working for you too? All right. So the third thing I want you to think about in terms of the structure or looking, peeling back the layers and stripping the beauty of your business is how you communicate your offers and your programs. Okay. So when you're communicating your offers and you're communicating your programs, it's essentially the same thing, right? Just at different stages. So is it clear? Is it very clear to 
the people who you're trying to attract as a part of your content attraction strategy or the prospects when you're having your uh, discovery calls with them, is it clear to your now clients when they go over the precipice from being a prospect to a client into a program, is it clear? Do they understand what is happening week to week, day to day, month to month, year to year, however it is that you structure your programs? Is it clear to people how it's going to work? What can I expect after six weeks of working together, six months of working together? Are those milestones clear? Okay. Um, but also in the way that you communicate your offers and explain your programs, are you attracting clients, right? I think so often when things aren't working, we tend to go to the aesthetic. So we think, oh, I'm not posting enough or, oh, my content isn't pretty enough, right? But if you're not attracting clients, it's probably a communication issue, not a cadence issue, okay? I'm going to repeat that for you. It's probably a communication issue, not a cadence issue. Cadence is the beauty, uh, the outside beauty, the lipstick, right? The communication is that deep work. The communication is the thing thing that you often work with a coach with, or you sit down and you have a whole weekend and you're like, family, don't buck me. (laughs) I've got some stuff to figure out in my business. Love you. Um, There's money for pizza on the table. Okay. (laughs) You need to make sure that you are communicating clearly because if you are not, you will not attract clients. Okay. I have issues okay sometimes with uh communicating consistently on social media it is what it is okay um but i tend not to have an issue attracting clients and that is all because of how i communicate in different ways so the times that i do communicate with my audience it is very clear my bios are very clear my website is very clear it's been a work in progress (laughs) so you are not attracting clients, I want you to then go back to what I just mentioned about, is it clear? It probably isn't very clear. And that rolls into the next point, which is what's the feedback? Okay. So I want to say about 18, 24, I don't know how many months ago, but, um, the feedback that I was getting from prospects, clients, and comments is people were really pinning me down as a LinkedIn guru. And it's something that I've really been working through a lot over the last year. And so I started really taking the feedback instead of being frustrated, like, oh my gosh, why do people see me as a LinkedIn guru? It's like, okay, well, that is what I'm communicating to my audience. So, because that is the feedback I'm getting. So what am I going to do about it? Okay. And so I started to change how it is that I showed up online, how it is that I showed up in my bios, how, what the things I was communicating on my website, et cetera, et cetera. Every point that people can interact with your brand, are you communicating your offers and your programs in a way that is clear, in a way that is structured, in a way that it's attracting clients and there's a way that, and in a way that makes sense. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. So first I said your onboarding process. Is it easy? Okay. Two, how are you structuring your programs? Three, how are you communicating your offers and your programs? Okay. Now let's talk about outcomes. Okay. Stripping back the beauty, the outcomes that you provide, the transformations. Oh, this part is so so, so important. Okay. So when we talk about the outcomes, 
are your clients happy at the end of a coaching relationship with you? And I have a little way that I really properly get to test working with my clients. And, you know, not all clients are going to be happy, but most of them should be. And so what I like to do is between three and six months after someone has taken a masterclass, you know, done one of my head, my larger programs or one-on-one coaching, I'll reach out to them and see what the response is. Are they happy to hear from you or are they ghosting you? <laughs> so that's a really great way to see if your clients are truly happy or if they're just saying they're happy because you're asking them and you've just finished working together. Okay. But are you happy with the outcomes? Right. So you have to realize that people are coming to you because you're the expert, right? You're the one who's supposed to know what you're doing and what they should be doing. So I want you to ask yourself, are you happy with the outcomes that your clients are getting? And if not, then you probably want to go back to what I just mentioned about the structuring of your programs. What can you maybe add to them or maybe take away from them? Because sometimes it's not more you need to take away. It's like putting together a flower arrangement. Sometimes it's not putting jab, jamming more, you know, flowers into the vase. It's taking some away to kind of balance that bouquet. But, you know, really look back to the structure of your program and be honest and say, okay, I'm getting these outcomes from how I'm structuring my programs. I don't necessarily want these outcomes. So what do I need to do to this program? Do I need to take something away? Do I need to add something? How can I tweak it to get more of the outcomes that I'm happy with and not just outcomes that my clients are happy with? Okay. Then I want you to think of the longevity of what it is that you provide to your clients. So for instance, if you're creating templates, how useful are those templates and for how long? Do they have a three-week shelf life, a three-month shelf life, a three-year shelf life? Okay, so again, remember we're taking apart the beauty. What is the shelf life of the even the content that you're sharing, right? you know, that's where the concept of evergreen content comes, where you can write a blog post, you can share a video that is still valuable to people three years down the line. So I want you to take that not just in content, but in the case of your business, right? How evergreen is the nature of your business, right? Templates to masterclasses, to programs, to one-on-one coaching, how valuable is it? And I want you to be honest, if it's got a really short shelf life and you've got a premium price, there's a disconnect and it's not a good one, right? There's some disconnections that are good, which is like someone's being rude to you on the phone and you click that hang up button. But the longevity of the value of what it is that you provide should have a really solid shelf life and a different shelf life for different price points, right? But the longer the shelf life, the longer the shelf life of the value, the better it is for you and your brand. Because guess what? If people, even if they bought a $37 product, but they keep using it, guess who they're going to talk about when their friends say they have a problem? You. So I don't want you to think of shelf life in terms of, oh, well, this is only $37. So the shelf life, you know, they shouldn't expect a shelf life longer than two weeks. A long shelf life benefits you just as much as it benefits your clients and your customers. And that's it. I know it's pretty cool, right? That's five points that I wanted to talk about when 
we talk about the beauty of your business. What happens when we strip the beauty, when we get rid of the beautiful nature of your Instagram posts and how they look, you know, the beauty of your website, what's really there at the core of your business. I want you to look at your onboarding process, the structure of your programs, how you communicate your offers and your programs, the outcomes and transformations that you provide, and the longevity of whatever it is that you provide as a product or service. So as always, I hope that you found this episode useful or helpful to you in some way. I hope that you'll grab my brand new playbook. (laughs) I'm like, it's so brand new. I'm like, what is it? I have a personal brand playbook that I've just developed and I'm really, really excited about it. I think that your personal brand is so, so important because it's the thing that you're going to carry with you for your entire life. It's the thing that is going to, that essentially leads your name. When someone sees your face, what do you want them to think? And I help you unpack that because the more solid your personal brand, the easier it is to attract clients and ultimately the easier it is for people to suggest you to those who are in their ecosystem. So thank you so much for your time. The information for that free playbook, I'm super excited about it. For that free playbook is down below. I actually, in the beginning parts of the playbook, I describe what the frick is a personal brand, why it's important, yada, yada, yada. Um, And so I'd love for you to grab it. And I'd love, love, love for your feedback on that as well. Um, And then share this podcast with someone that you know, someone who could find value from it. Um, In a couple of weeks time, we're actually going to be ending, quote unquote, the season. I've heard that people do seasons on podcasts. So I'm going to be doing that because I have some really big huge things happening in my personal life. I think I'll be able to share it um, in the next couple of podcast episodes. I'll share with you guys this huge life change for me and actually has nothing to do with my business. Crazy, right? But I can't, by the time this will be published, share it with you guys publicly. (laughs) I know, annoying, right? But um, I am excited to share it with you guys and uh, to talk about a little bit of my life that I typically don't. So anyways, I'm rambling at this point. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Share the podcast, download um, the playbook and take a screenshot and share on IG what your biggest takeaway is from this episode and stripping down the beauty from your business. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.